Welcome to the High Horror Society, a very special episode of the High Horror Society. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Uh, <laughs> Kyle and I are currently sitting in a parking garage in his car recording this podcast because we just got done watching the 1982 John Carpenter film, The Thing. Yes, we did. Yeah, And, and how it, awesome was that, dude? It was incredible. So cool. And uh, not only was it uh, great to see the movie, uh, my one of my favorite movies, The Thing, on the big screen, but this was a special version of it. It was. It's the only 70 millimeter version of the film in existence currently that we know of. Um, and uh, interesting little tidbit that I didn't know uh, before the movie, the gentleman came out and uh, he kind of gave a little rundown of the film. And yeah, yeah, so that was he, cool. That, was, that cool. was really cool. It was like yeah. a little history lesson, right? It was, it was nice. It was nice to hear him uh, talk about. Uh, so he had said that. Uh, the Universal Studios had a fire like what ten years ago or something yeah, like that. Ten years, yeah. Ten years, and uh, they thought most of these seventy millimeter copies of the film were destroyed, but uh, it turns out that uh, uh, what did he say? Uh, what was it? It was they had some. Oh, they there just, was a few that survived, mm -hmm. and there, some of them were over in Europe. Yes, that's, that's right. Where this one that's came where this from. one came from. That's yeah. right. He said that this one was from uh, Europe, uh, from the UK. And it got here like what last year or something? I think last year there was uh, it ran in L.A. first, and then it made its way here. I think he said. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I think it said it started off in L.A. That makes sense. Everything then, goes there first, <laughs> and then came here. Yeah, and it was here what Friday, Saturday, and then tonight. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right, excellent. It was so cool. Yeah, it was. Oh my god! And like the seventy millimeter, I I I don't know much about that, but I know the standard film is thirty five millimeter, mm. and the seventy millimeter uh, just. It's a special version of it, and it had, like, uh, apparently it was slightly damaged, so it had this, like, slightly yeah. reddish hue to it the it whole did, time. yeah. But, like, it made the movie even more badass, <laughs> right. didn't it? Like, it just, like, it gave it, like, a different sense. Like, I don't know. Like I think so. I mean, like we talked about earlier, I got used to it. Like, right. within probably maybe even 10 minutes of the movie, I was just so fixated on what was going on that yeah, you, you didn't even notice the you red. You didn't even notice it. At nope. first, it was very apparent because it was, it was so jarringly different yeah. than what you normally see but then like after a while like and it, it did add to the movie i i really think it did mm -hmm. i like i ended up feeling like i don't know it it just added a sense of it was like seeing it for the first time over again i guess is the best way to say it like, all right it was my first time so it was perfect yeah i know yeah that, how cool <laughs> that is that so it was like almost like a first for both of us and the fact that you got to see this version of it as yeah. the first time that's was, awesome that's it was kind of yeah. setting expectations kind of oh, high for you though <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean yeah it was it was awesome it was awesome and i i think this review or this discussion is probably going to go a little bit different than our normal ones because so many people have seen this movie. It's yeah. been a pinnacle of uh, horror for fucking decades. Yeah, and people were cheering when they showed oh, the it actors. Was packed. Yeah, it was, it was packed. It was packed when the theater was. We went to see it at the Music Box Theater in Chicago, on the north side of Chicago. A class it, like an old time theater. Yeah, it's, old time it, it's cool set. theater. We got was, pictures of the marquee. We'll post them on social media and yeah. all that fun stuff. 
Um, but yeah, man, it was the, the everything just worked out so well. The theater, yeah. you could was tell perfect. The, the audience was perfect. Everybody loved it. Yeah. Cheering for when John Carpenter came on, yep. what Kurt Russell and it was like, it's it was great. great. Like, it was cool seeing the fan base just like, yeah. It was funny. It definitely <laughs> added to the movie for sure. It made me. There were a couple parts that made me laugh uh, just because the audience, you know, when their the names were going by and the guys like, yeah, way to go, Larry. Like, it's, like, <laughs> it's like Larry, the like production designer, yeah. like some weird dude, the random like, guy. It was just funny. It was it was cool to see, and yeah. it, that definitely helped the 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 vibe in the room. Yeah, was really totally. Good. And yeah, everybody, everybody was, was excited and eating popcorn, candy, and just waiting, drinking wine and beer. Yeah, too. drinking like, wine and beer. They had so alcohol cool. at this theater too. So that cool. was really cool. We didn't drink, but that's okay. We drank after. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> so yeah, the, we did drink after. One beer. I, we had one beer at. Uh, big star afterwards we had some street tacos and oh, we had some beer it was so pineapple good tacos. i, I should have got three tacos Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> but either way um so the film this the thing obviously is directed by john carpenter and uh, you and i were talking a bit on the way over here about john carpenter he directed obviously halloween hmm. the fog another one of my favorites escape from new york they live which is another one of my favorites which we were talking about on hmm. the way here too because we saw a poster outside of a comic book store that had Donald Trump's face, yes. but it was like with the alien from They Live on there. That was cool. It was cool. And then uh, the Prince of Darkness, uh, Christine, which is uh, written by Stephen King. Hmm. That's about a car that comes to life. It's pretty cool. We should oh, watch that one. Is that how Futurama got off? It got ripped off from that episode. I think so. They, I think they had they, one like cars. Yeah. Bender turned into a car and started I killing people. I think so. <laughs> yeah. I think they were referencing definitely Christine <laughs> in that episode. Um, Big Trouble in Little China, which is another nice. John Carpenter, Kurt Russell movie. Same with Escape from New York, of course. Kurt Russell's Snake Plissken, my all-time favorite hero. And one of my absolute favorite movies of all time, which we totally should watch, and I always forget how much I love this movie, is In the Mouth of Madness. And okay, that, never heard of that. It is incredible. I know this podcast isn't about that movie, but man, it's got Sam. Is it still Neal. horror? Horror yes. film? Okay. Yeah. It's it's twisted, man. It is I like the twisted. Yeah, it's probably <laughs> the per it's probably the closest HP like Lovecraft style movie oh, like, wow. to okay. like his actual work that we've got so far. I I'm think. interested. Yeah. It's to watch about that. a um it's about a, a private investigator who uh, is hired to uh, investigate the disappearance of uh, this uh, um, writer who is uh, basically like a Stephen King type of writer. Nice. Um, and uh, the thing about it is his uh, this novel that he wrote is causing people to like go mad oh, and wow. like kill people. So like it's it's it's, it's, it's interesting. It, it gets all over the place. And I'm I'm not remembering it exactly right, but I do I remember watching it many years ago and watching it over and over again. And I loved it. And I, we should watch it again because it, it's been a bit. Sure, let's um, do it. But and then uh, of course the thing written by Bill Lancaster who did Bad News Despairs. And bad news bears yes. go to Japan. So <laughs> go to Japan. I never saw that one. No, I never saw that one <laughs> either. But awesome. uh, actually, John Carpenter <laughs> hired Bill Lancaster to write the script for the thing based off of uh, his love of bad news bears. So nice. that's kind of funny. That's pretty cool. Um, in the in the end, though, I guess the the la the final script uh only had about thirty to forty pages of Bill Lancaster's uh, ideas in it. But hmm. some of his ideas were um like the scene where they uh they uh. Uh, do the hot wire and they yeah. pour, dip it in the blood. Yeah. And, uh, that's that a good was one scene. Of, that's, oh, that was that one of my favorites in the awesome. movie. Yeah. So uh, I just want to hit on a couple of fun facts before we get into it. Cause I know there, uh, there's a lot of fun stuff to talk about, but uh, uh, these are just some fun facts that I didn't know about uh, really. So in the very beginning of the movie, 
Do you remember when the the dog is being chased in, by the helicopter? Yeah, they, and that guy has an awful shot. Yeah, I know, right? I was thinking <laughs> that too. Like, I never noticed <laughs> that when I was a kid, but watching it back, he I'm like, so oh my many God, times. how many fucking times is this guy going to shoot Eddie at this dog? And he threw a grenade once, Yeah, and he threw a grenade randomly. at the thing, and he, did, he wasn't even getting close to that dog. <laughs> the dog's like, looking at him like, come on, really? Are you yeah, trying to really? kill me? Or come on, dude. What are you doing? But, uh, <laughs> so anyway, he was a terrible shot. But in, um, so uh, apparently... When he speaks to them and he's yelling at them, he's actually saying exactly what happened to their camp. Okay. So it's like I ruining the movie. Okay. No one's, it was, the subtitles aren't on, obviously, so like you can't read it. But apparently if you turn the subtitles on, on like the DVD version or yeah. Blu-ray version, it says exactly what he says. And it's something <laughs> along the lines of, don't touch the dog. It's a, it's a, it's a creature. It imitates, cre- it imitates you and it will eat you. It killed our camp and destroyed all of us. Please let me kill the dog or oh something like God. that. And they're just like, you know. This crazy Norwegian guy. Get they him shoot him in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> they shoot him dead. But uh, I always Bye-bye. thought that was really funny. It's like they just spoil the whole movie for you right up front. So anybody in the audience who spoke native Norwegian, Norwegian, I guess, would yeah, be like, "What the just... fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Thanks. Uh, thanks for saving me a couple hours there, John Carpenter. Um, That's so funny. But uh, another fun fact that I learned is the movie was not a box office hit. That's crazy. Yeah, I never knew that. I always, I always thought that the thing was like this quintessential piece of horror that like came out and like changed the game. Yeah. Like kind of how like the exorcist did, you of course. know, like it was like, wow, this is like different. This is like next level shit, yeah. which obviously is. Yeah. But I didn't realize it was, a, it wasn't necessarily a bomb. It, it made its money back. And then some, I think uh, from what I read, but hmm. it, it opened when it opened uh, its opening weekend, it opened number eight. Um, hmm. Number one that weekend was uh, Poltergeist. Oh yeah, yeah. that's that's um, kind of hard to. But it, the Poltergeist was in its fourth weekend. Huh. So it was was it didn't yeah. do too good its first compared yeah. to that. But I mean, look how long it's lasted that's, though. For that's all exactly those, like that's you said, what I wanted to get. It's a classic. It's it is. timeless. It is timeless. And it's awesome. Yeah. It. I, that shocked me that it wasn't a box office success. And I, like just because it is such a like a. Uh, paramount movie in the uh, the horror genre mm-hmm. how like everybody talks like every every director of movie that we've been watching recently of you know all that stuff we've been watching on netflix like those little smaller indie films yeah all those people t- you ask them at all i guarantee you they're gonna say john carpenter is one of their favorite directors because he is so influential and like so i just assume that this movie being a john carpenter movie he had just gotten done making halloween and things like that like yeah, they would be would like draw. huge yeah. you know cuz halloween was a big big smash hit too but mm-hmm. it wasn't um and uh when it was first released it got terrible reviews too that's um, crazy yeah i i was i i want to when we get to the review section i want to read some of the things people were saying about the movie um but that that floored me. I was like, because now if you go back and look at like the reviews of people like who have reviewed it later on, obviously they are in love with it. You yeah. Know, they, it's again, it got to be this like you said, cult classic thing. Massive thing. Yeah. yeah and it, it became this you know huge success that has spawned you know sequels and like this it, there's been well this i guess this is one of my fun facts too so the this is uh the the thing has spawned a variety of merchandise merchandise uh and books haunted houses board games That's comic <laughs> book sequels there was a video game and a prequel film wow. which you and i were talking about which yeah. i found to be subpar but 
Um, it has uh, it it butts up right to this movie. Like it to ends with it, them chasing the dog and the okay. helicopter. And so, then this just starts. Yeah. Uh-huh. It tells the story of the Norwegian camp that went down. So um, I don't know. Maybe we should give it a watch. I'm down to just see how yeah. how it is. I remember there being it. a lot of CGI and it being like kind that of overkill. Damn CGI. Yeah, you again. can't compare to right now this with uh, all the. Let's, let's talk about that for a second. <laughs> that how good man, were the special effects? In this so movie? good for the time. It's like yeah, jeez. I know. Like this movie is wow. I, I it's it's gonna be forty years old. It's thir- You know, it's it's thirty five years old. Oh wow. Yeah. It made in eighty two, so it was made in eighty one actually, and was released in eighty two. So yeah, yeah. it's it's thirty five some odd years old. That's crazy, and, and like, it still looks spectacular. Yeah, the the scene with the head pulling off and and dripping down the desk and growing the like the thing. That looks so fucking realistic. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's no CGI shit that I've ever seen that captures that. That just looked no. like I was like I'm I'm a 35 year old man and I was watching that and I've seen plenty of horror movies mm-hmm. and again this, I've seen the thing before but that still gets me to this day. Like just watching that scene and like yeah. even, ever all the creature effects were just spectacular. Oh, yeah. I'm you always know? looking for like wires or like something yeah. to give a hint of like that's somebody's hand moving yeah. the puppet. But like I didn't see any of no, that. It, it was, was clean. very well done. That's why. I asked like what was the budget on this movie because like that work was top notch it was and the budget was 15 million dollars <laughs> oh, there we go yeah, give or take damn yeah when all was said and done 15 but, million i mean well spent for like i mean obviously by now they've made their oh, money yeah, back of like course tenfold. from, so from all like, the fucking shit they've sold on yeah, yeah they definitely the made their shit. money back for but, sure man yeah they definitely they go universal or whoever put that out yeah it was awesome it was it was, yeah it was universal studios um but yeah so and also uh another interesting thing uh john carpenter uh, uh lost his job set to direct the movie firestarter which is another stephen king adaptation as oh. well and uh, that movie ended up starring drew barrymore later on but he got fired from that uh position because of the poor performance of the, the movie the thing so oh, man how awesome how crazy would it have been like I always I think about that sometimes too. Like these movies that like were these like sleeper hits that mm-hmm. came these became these cult classics. Yeah. Like if they if they got the notoriety that they have now when they were released, how different would that director and actors and like how different would it be? Like how how would that have changed? True. You know? Um there's definitely something to be said about like the cult like uh cult movies type of thing like this where it, it gets this like almost grassroots foundation or this like findings and like it kind of develops and evolves like this movie didn't really become popular until they started playing it on tv oh really you know? yeah and uh, the version on tv was 15 minutes shorter than the movie huh. itself and there was a it was edited to uh show like the dog escaping with the thing whatever so they like kind of cut it up a little bit okay and john carpenter actually disowns that version of the movie um, <laughs> i would too get that apparently out of he said it's uh, the person who made that cut of the movie uh, was someone who John Carpenter was working with on the movie who had these ideas and he's John Carpenter said no he didn't want to implement those ideas in the movie so it was like his little payback like well the, the TV yeah. version of it's gonna be <laughs> TV this. version's gonna so, be mine not yours yeah so uh, it's one of, it was one of those movies again huh. that just played on cable TV constantly and constantly Crazy. and then it got some it got released on home video and of course like VHS nasties and stuff like that I don't think it was a VHS nasty but it was you know it, uh, being home media that kind of helped yeah it kind of created like i said a grassroots thing worth word of mouth and things like that kind of just fed this thing and now it's this massive 
thing um, thing <laughs> this thing from another <laughs> planet or another world huge. Um, but yeah like it just it, it's it's interesting how that happens sometimes and i i do right. like i said i wonder what would have happened if the movie got the notoriety it gets now back when it was released who knows they might have ruined it by doing all these sequels and like just yeah, like oh right. god the thing like, in space now the and it's like space. taking over going home <laughs> <laughs> so yeah uh, it's just i i don't know but man yeah, those fucking special effects, dude. I I just we'll get into it. So anyway, <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about what we loved about it. I know we've kind of already spoiled a lot of what we loved, but that's okay. We love it all. We do love it all. It was but good. uh like I was saying, so this movie got some shitty reviews when it was released, man. It uh Shame shame. Yeah. Look at you now, they're all right spinning. Now oh, who's I fucking mean, laughing? Uh, it was John good. Carpenter's <laughs> laughing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he, I don't. I don't know. He hasn't made a decent film in a while, from what I understand. I haven't seen his one from a couple of years ago, but apparently it's not that great. But oh, wow. uh, you know, that's okay. It's all right. You can't I mean, win them all, right? You can't win them all. Not everything's. You know, you're, you're not gonna hit a home run every night, Kyle. True. <laughs> Maybe stuff. every other night. But every other night, night, but tonight's, tonight's no, not one of those no. nights. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yes. So as I was saying, the film received negative reviews when it was released, and. The, uh, the things that they said about it was um, it got negative reviews because it was because uh, of the hostility, mm-hmm. uh, the cynical, the anti uh, cynical nature of the movie, the anti authoritarian tone and the graphicness of the special effects. All yeah. that kind of worked, which is funny because like now that's exactly why I love it. Yeah, you that's why I mean? people like, love it because it, it's everything against what the critics were saying. Yeah, I much. love the hostility. I love how they, they turn on each other immediately. Right? Immediately the guy goes running for the gun. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's not like this slow burning thing. Like, you know, there's a, there's a Twilight Zone episode where, uh, and I think they're kind of hinting at this in this movie too, like a little bit, um, where, you know, the nuclear bombs go off and mm. uh, they lock themselves in a shelter okay. and they hear people knocking on the door saying they want to be let in and they're saying, no, 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 you know, we'll let them die. And then it ended up being like a false alarm. But now everybody knows that these people are shitty assholes because oh, they God. let them into the bomb what shelter. What a shitty situation. Blah, blah, blah. But like, again, it's kind of like, it's kind of like that where like it wasn't, it, 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 it was like that a little bit, but it was like immediate, you know? You know, yeah, like as was, soon as they found out, as soon as the doctor yeah. went nuts, started telling them about what was going on, they started turning on each other <laughs> yeah. left and right. Like I exactly. said, the one dude ran for the guns. Everybody kind of just teamed up and was like at each other's throats. And I love that about this pretty much. That's what would really happen. Oh, hell There's, yeah. Like, it, and I think that's why the critics are saying they didn't love it because like it didn't show the perseverance of the human spirit or anything like that. Yeah. I mean, the movie literally ends with the two guys sitting there. Well, best case scenario, they're gonna freeze to death. Yeah, you know of course. I mean? Yeah, the the guy even said it's gonna be hundred below within a couple hours. There's a snowstorm a couple hours away. There's the whole camp is destroyed because they blew it up, yeah. and they're just, the two of them are sitting there. Pretty much, yeah. You know, but uh, anyway, uh, some of the things they said about this movie: most hated movie of all time? Boom. Question mark. Uh, quintessential moron movie of the eighties. Oh, jeez. Instant junk. What? I've seen worse movies from the 80s. Wretched like... Excess. <laughs> what? Cold and Sterile. Cold and Sterile. Boring. Oh. Yep. Visual effects were la- the visual effects were lauded and lambasted for being technically brilliant, but visually repulsive and excessive. Uh. Again, exactly why I fucking exactly. love it. Because yeah. it is unbelievably realistic. And <laughs> when they show the doctor doing the autopsies and he's <laughs> snapping the 
legs off of the thing like it's fucking like he's oh, eating a king man. crab or some shit at Red Lobster and like he's digging in there grabbing out the guts and stuff and he's like this looks like normal intestine and liver to me and right like, that was it's just all... and it was very medical too because like yeah. everyone else was in the background like oh gross and the guy was just kind of intrigued you know yeah. but he's he like knows a doctor that, would be right he yeah. knows that this is the finding of a fucking lifetime that is literally sitting right in front of him yeah and you know it, he doesn't know what to, if he doesn't know to make heads or tails of it. You know, I wouldn't either. No, he, I mean, that's why he probably went a little crazy. Yeah, I, I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, there's a different organism living in this dog human yeah. thing, and now we're all gonna die. So, um, obviously, <laughs> now uh, the movie The Thing has stood the test of time. It has. It uh, it is revered as a one of the best horror movies ever made. Uh, not only. You know, uh, in terms of story, but like the special effects and the music and just like yeah. everything about it has just stood the test of time. Um, it, it, and obviously now, like I said, it's considered a, a classic. So, again, time tells like time will tell for yeah, everything. Exactly. And, you know, that definitely this gave definitely it worked out in the thing's time. favor. Oh, yeah. Um, so let's now, obviously we talked about this a little bit already, but what are your thoughts on the movie? Clo fi not final thoughts, but just final, not final, but running it down. Give me the rundown. What well, do you think? For being the first time watching it, it was pretty, I mean, the whole thing, I always say this about every movie, but it's like, it was, it was just good. The whole situation, being in the theater, being in that environment with that viewing and everything, it was just, it was good. The movie was I think just well put together and like it's like we talk about now everything the the budget was great because obviously they could do as much as they could with all those puppets and everything and right. it looked so realistic for that time actor acting was great kurt russell and everybody else was phenomenal amazing so as always. i think yeah with everybody else with this movie it's it's there. It's like, it's everything that it needed to be. Cool. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Yeah, <laughs> honestly. 100%. I, I'm right there with you, man. I, I got to say 10 out of 10. This is, this is probably as close to like a perfect movie for me as you can get. Does it have its flaws and does it have its weird moments? Yeah, exactly. Or the computer, it's, you know, like the computer <laughs> effects that they were showing, like the cell, like e, like That's multiplying, and like obviously you have the evil red cell that's shaped like a triangle, eating right. the nice friendly circular cells. It's invading cells all the blue ones. It's invading like, all the blue ones. That's the perfect thing too, because it's it's got those gory kind of horror scenes, but then it's got that dark humor. Yeah. That's like man, like it's got everything that I love about movies. So I think this one definitely has it all i agree with you the dark humor i, I yeah <laughs> can't get I, enough of that yeah like i said <laughs> so 10 out of 10 one of my favorite movies of all time but yeah the, let's talk about the dark humor for a second the the scene where they're uh the scene where they're uh doing the blood and they find <laughs> the one guy is the thing and the two just run to the sides of the room and the two guys are tied to the oh, chair and the sofa out. and the one guy's freaking out blah, 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 and this shit's coming out of him and his head's oh. opening up and shit and the two guys are like get me the fuck out of here they're tied to the fucking chair and the thing gets up and then it, it opens its head like a fucking flower thing a Venus right. flytrap and it grabs the other guy yeah. it's swinging him around the room by his head and he's smashing into lamps and stuff like that <laughs> everyone's fucking screaming they're trying to get the fucking uh torch torches lit shit. so they could yeah. uh, the flamethrowers lit so they could torch the guy like oh man oh man and how about that flamethrower man the flamethrower was a star in this movie that in thing of saved itself. their life <laughs> what i think they had like 
like two of them. Or I something, think they right? did two or three. Like way more than I have. At fire home. was <laughs> their savior. Yeah, fucking torch everything. Burn well, it. yeah, you gotta you get you, even yeah. one cell remains. You know, one yeah, one little thing, and uh, that's how it gets you. Yeah, so you gotta just terminate that shit. And they did, man. They destroyed <laughs> the entire camp at the end. But that was yeah. so funny. The, it, the, uh, yeah, the dark humor was just At the end of great. that scene, I know you guys have been through a lot or whatever he's saying, but untie me from this fucking untie couch. Untie me from this fucking chair <laughs> <laughs> or couch, right? Uh, so oh, many quotable man. lines, too. It's just so funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like Kurt Russell at the end. Oh, yeah. Fuck you, too. And he throws the dynamite <laughs> at the guy. <laughs> blows him up. Just, Big scene uh, of explosions. So amazing. Uh, but so anyway, <laughs> ten out of ten for Kyle. Ten yeah. out of ten for Zach. Critics hated it at first. Whatever. Whatever. Fuck you, old bastards. <laughs> I'm sure now you guys are fucking rolling over in your graves, or you're saying how awesome and amazing it is. Yeah. That's what I hate about critics. Like, if any of these critics went back and like re-reviewed it, and were like, you know what, I, you know, and I think the only one that I know who actually went and did that, I know I read a lot about Robert Ebert, who, okay. who um, obviously the famous film critic. Uh, who he would go back and watch these movies like years and years later. And there were a couple of movies that he hated that he said, you know, after years of watching it and after not seeing it and watching it again, I see how good nice. this actually is. And that, that says that's a lot. That's a good critic right there. Fucking like, A right, that's, man. That's props A right fucking men, dude. Yeah, exactly what I was thinking. to go back it on is. something you said and be like, you know what? You know what? I was I fucking wrong. Mind. I yeah. was wrong. I At the time, you know, maybe I was didn't see. And, and that's the thing about movies and in, in, in music and any type of art. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to be in the right mindset. Again, Definitely. we were in a movie theater. Yeah, with people laughing. They were mindset. drinking. I'm yeah. sure people were vaping and stoned and everything was so fun and the energy was good and like it was just super enjoyable experience definitely you know and i could see but being a film critic and being in a movie theater by yourself and it's kind of a job for you and you yeah. don't really want it i could see where you would look at a movie like this and not like it definitely but anyway i want to talk for the last minute or two here about the supposed final scene oh yeah let's the, talk about the, that really quick the, the fan theory so i like that in the final scene uh the movie ends with McCready and Childs. Obviously, McCready just got done blowing up the whole uh, the whole camp um, with the, uh, the big bad guy at the end. He's walking around. He's all just you know. He's all beat up, and he's walking with a bottle of booze in his hand. And uh, he ha uh, he sits down, and uh, Childs, the general, the guy who uh, went they went running out. His buddy mm -hmm. comes shows up, and he's like, "Hey, Kurt Russell's like, hey, where were you, man? You know, he's like, I thought I saw." Uh, the doctor running around, yeah, and I so went to chase after him. And I got lost in the snow, so he sits down there, and you're like, "How do I trust you? How do I know?" And mm -hmm. they're like, "I guess you don't," you know. And they both kind of agreed to that, and uh, so at the end, obviously, Kurt Russell hands Childs the bottle, and he takes a sip. Kurt Russell laughs, and the movie closes, and that they show a shot of the camp on fire, and the movie ends. Yeah, there's a fan theory. So in the movie. Obviously, they're throwing Molotov cocktails. So yeah, they just took, torching everything. Right. They so, so they took almost every bottle they had and filled it with gasoline or kerosene or whatever, yeah. and used it to throw and blow up the uh, the camp. At the end of the movie, when Kurt Russell has the bottle, how do we know that that's not a bottle, a Molotov cocktail that yeah. he just took the thing out? You know, and when he hands it to Childs and he takes the drink. Childs is like, oh, yeah, and Kurt Russell just kind of does this laugh. The fan theory is uh, that Kurt Russell 
gave him a bottle of kerosene or of gasoline, a Molotov mm-hmm. cocktail, and he drank it back. And because he's the alien, he doesn't know what like whiskey would taste yeah, like. Exactly. So he just drinks it trying to imitate like he's normal. Yeah. And ah, Kurt Russell laughs because he's like, huh, I knew it all along, <laughs> you fucking snake. This motherfucker. This motherfucker. <laughs> So I don't know. That's a good theory, though. It like, is. It's, it's such totally... a good theory, and it, the movie never explains what no. happens. You, it just, it literally just ends, and we are left to our own devices. But like, like it, both endings are great. Just the two of them sitting at the end, knowing that they're gonna die, and yeah. then it, that's a great ending too. Yeah. And the ending where you know it, it's even better with the subcontext of like, hey, maybe this isn't a regular whiskey. Maybe it is a Molotov cocktail, and Childs is the alien. Yeah, and he, you know, so what do we do? And I've, again, uh, like, I don't know. Yeah, right. Yeah, I don't know. Like, the, I like that theory, though. Like, I that, love that theory. That gets my yeah. It gets I think, my nerdy juices yeah, flowing. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> I could see that. I could see that. Yeah, it's just it's, reading in between the lines. Like, man. Yeah, I think it. I think it works well, especially with the whole the 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 whole tone of the movie. I think yeah. it works really well. Like, definitely. Kurt just, Russell knew. He just knew. Yeah. Like, he knew the whole movie. Like, shit's I'm, going down. Uh-huh. I got to take care of this shit. Yeah. And we need he to did, test everybody. He was the badass man. <laughs> yeah, Again, as usual, Kurt Russell steals the fucking show. Next to the flamethrower, Kurt yeah, Russell fucking was. Star. Next to the flamethrower, Kurt Russell was. <laughs> the star yeah i so yeah uh if you haven't seen the movie the thing please go see it if you haven't seen it or you have seen it and you want to see it in the 70 millimeter version i don't know where it's going next it's in chicago right now search your city yeah search your city to see go again if you can the film has a little bit of a discoloration to it but it really it adds to the vibe of the movie i think mm-hmm. it, it's it's it was amazing and yeah. it was so crystal clear i mean it, it we were talking about how it did look really clear yeah it like, looked like someone just took a picture and put a snapchat fucking filter over yeah, it or right. something you know it, like, it was that clear <laughs> you could see the individual strands of their hair and yeah. all sorts of stuff it was and the sound great. too oh, the, yeah God, everything we didn't even talk about the sound so Shit. glad that that survived and it was over in yeah. Europe and not when the fire happened yep. at Universal because, man, it sucks that the ones that were lost. Yeah, who well, how, many, how many amazing movies did we lose to that fire that are yeah. just never never going to see the light of day ever again? Such a shame. It is a shame. But we got to see this one. But we got to see this so one, cool. and I'm fucking glad we did, man. And I'm, I'm glad we came out here. And, uh, yeah, definitely go check out the thing, 70-millimeter version, if it's coming to your town. Go and, now. Yeah, go now. Check it out. And if even if it's not coming to your town – Watch the movie The Thing. Yeah. It's pretty fucking amazing. You'll love it. You'll love it, we'll I guarantee. It. So 10 out of 10 for me. 10 out of 10 for Zach. Bravo. All right. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Right. Have a good night. Peace. Peace. Peace.